You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hello and welcome to episode 106 of the Soul Forge podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. I'm your host today, Heather, and we have a special guest in The Forge today. You may know him from the Rusted Robot podcast. It's Sean Vanderloo. How are you, Sean? I'm good. I'm glad to be here in your Soul Forge studios. Yeah, I'm great. It's so great to have you here. I'm not quite familiar with the place, but it's great. Yay! Yay. As most of you know, Sean's having a crisis, and we're here to follow up with that crisis. How do you feel about that? I feel like it's about time. Okay. I'm going to be somewhat nice to you today. You are. I am, because that's just how I am. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> So when I listened to the podcast the first time, I was very nervous. To listen I, to it? To listen to it. Because I was concerned about you because you weren't acting normal. You were you were very standoffish with me. And we usually talk every day. So hmm. it was odd leading up to that. So when, can, when it put out, I was like, oh, I have to listen to that like right now. And you did. And I did. And then I was more concerned. Right. As, as one would be, I guess. And, and then you left. On your on your trip, yeah, and I had to wait. <laughs> yes, um, but I listened to it again, and I noticed that uh, it wasn't as bad as I was thinking it was. Yes, I can tell that something's going on. I can tell that you're anxious because you jumped around a lot on that episode. On that episode, um, you gave hints, but you didn't actually talk about the things that were bothering you. Really? Really? Like you're worried about the end of the world. And orangutans. Yes. And you talked about, you know, with um, your mom mm -hmm. and Bridget. And there's a connection. But you didn't go into it. You just jumped from there to uh, other things. And then it was like, oh, and then there's this, the Cheryl. Cheryl, I've had a relationship on and off for three years. But I don't talk about it. And maybe she'll talk about it sometime. Okay, so I just kind of touched on all the things. Yes, you touched on all the things. But I didn't dive deep into each specific no. uh, piece. No, you did not. Okay. Um, we're not going to jump into everything today. Good. Because um, <laughs> That would be a long episode. That would be one long episode. But we'll start with what I take out of this. Fear, anger, and anxiety. Yeah. Um, is what I take out of it. You don't sound like someone who's depressed. You feel... What I feel from you is this confusion, and it's making you anxious, and you have this fear of the end of the world, and anger at the human race for not protecting it. Yeah, that sounds about right. Fear of being alone, maybe some resentment of 
being left by the people that you feel were supposed to protect you yeah. and love you. Mm -hmm. And they kind of coincided maybe in the same year. Uh, yeah, yeah, it did. And um, for those of you who may not be following along, um, Sean did mention that his mother passed away on his ex-wife's 35th 35th birthday which makes it a date he will never forget true enough for multiple reasons yes so um my big question of the day is do you feel like do you find it hard to separate the loss of your mom and the collapse of your marriage do i find it hard to separate those two facts yes uh yes because they're intertwined and them being intertwined can you elaborate a bit more on that? I think so. Um, I guess the best way to put it is when mom passed, I shut down and uh, communication kind of disappeared with Bridget and we drifted apart and things fell apart because of it. So because the one thing happened which caused me to act in a certain way, I lost the second thing. So, if your do you believe that if your mom would have would still be around, you'd still be with Bridget? I don't know, because Bridget has flaws of her own, which may have caused the marriage to collapse anyway. But there's no way to know. But it was definitely this was the, the catalyst of. The, I think it was. Okay. It was. It was a major factor. Um, do you think maybe that had something to do with your maturity level within your marriage? Uh, maybe. Because that's a, that's a significant thing, a parent mm -hmm. losing a parent. Yes. Um, I don't know if maybe the two of you were ready to be in that situation. No one's ever in that, that place, but could she give you what you needed? Was she... No. I'm sure she tried, but... She, she was there for me during that week after the loss, and I couldn't have done it without her. I couldn't have survived. But we'd only been together since 2012, and this happened in 2014, so we didn't have enough history behind us, I think. I would agree with that. Um, I know that in my own relationship, losing a, losing a parent is really hard if you haven't lost a parent. You cannot relate to what someone else is going through no. until you lose a parent. Right, and that happened at the end of March. And in, I believe, June, her parents split up. So they were still alive, they just weren't together anymore. And they were never in a good marriage to begin with. And Bridget was always complaining about them. But she needed me to support her, and I couldn't do it. Because she had something you didn't. Exactly. Were, yeah. And I, I, was, I, I, was, I was still dealing. Okay. So I guess it, there was all kinds of tension. Okay. Um, have you had time since then to grieve for these two losses separately? I don't know. Because you, you still seem to have... You seem to have been doing fine with not being with Bridget. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like you said, with it being the five-year mark, flooded with not necessarily the best thoughts, mm -hmm. but feelings, unresolved issues of your relationship, uh, maybe how it ended, I'm not sure. Yeah, because I wasn't ready for it to end. And I think because it wasn't my choice, it was harder for me to get over. Do you resent her for moving on so quickly? Yeah. Yep, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Mm-hmm. And with your mom? Um, I, I think I've dealt with the mom thing more because I've had my brothers to talk to about it. Um, it still hurts. And 
it's still a loss, and I wasn't ready for it, and it wasn't my choice, obviously. So it's hard. The way you lost your mom, mm -hmm. does it affect the way you make relationship with some of your friends? How so? You have a lot of us friends who are, um, for lack of a better term, we suffer from mental illnesses. I do seem to collect a large variety of mental illness friends, <laughs> I guess if you want to put it that way. Um, and, and is it because you have this, do you feel you need to help everyone? Uh, yes, I've always been a rescuer. Um, probably because if I can help other people, I don't have to take a good hard look at myself. I can completely relate to that. <laughs> can you? I am a helper. Yes. <laughs> and it's just easier for me to take care of other people than to have to deal with what I'm doing. Yes, that, so. that makes sense. Uh, I did have my first session with the counselor there about a week and a half ago. And I told him about all the losses that I had suffered and all the things that I've gone through in my life. And he's like, you know what your problem is? I'm like, no, that's why I'm here, <laughs> so tell me. And he's like, well, you've suffered all these losses. So you've never had any permanence in your life. Huh. That does make a lot of sense. So because I've never had any permanence, I naturally expect nothing to last. Do you think you might somewhat sabotage yourself? Oh, guaranteed. I'm sure I do. Because? Because I don't expect it to last in the first place, so why even bother worrying about it? So why be as invested? Exactly. And then maybe because you were completely invested and that became... I was completely invested in my marriage. Yes. I had never been that open and honest with anybody. I had never completely exposed my heart. And then it fell apart. And I was left bleeding and raw. So, with your bleeding heart, did you always have the wall? Or did the wall get put up after Bridget? Uh, I think I always had a wall. Because of... My childhood, probably, and moved around a lot, all the different losses. So never any permanence, so better not show uh, any emotions, right? So put up that wall and uh, don't let it come down and uh, just be superficial. And with Bridget, I dismantled the wall and got hurt. So the wall went up <laughs> doubly strong, probably. Okay. If that makes sense. Of course it does. Mm -hmm. Do you know what now would be a good time for? Tell me, Heather. It would be a good time for a promo here on the ESO Network. Why should I listen to the Nerd Bliss Podcast? Because we go there. Where? Everywhere. Human sexuality. They don't care what's in your pants. They love you anyway. Time travelers. The problem is time will f*** back with you. Politics and fandom. What Star Wars has been prior to Disney. It is a white male driven universe. Find us at nerdblisspodcast.com. And on social media at nerdblisspod. Part of this complete breakfast and the ESO Network. The, the Nerdbliss Podcast. Podcast. Listen! fantastic promo Heather good job picking indeed okay so let's move a little bit from there good idea and, uh, do you struggle with where you are versus where you expect it to be you mean in general in general um you know that's the funny thing I never had any specific expectations for my life like I never thought by 25 I would be married by 30 I would have my own house blah 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 I just figured I would let it go and see what happened and I've done that is it where I would want to be looking back? Probably not. 
I would have the 2.3 kids and the two cars and the nice big house and the big fancy job and I'd wear my suit to work holding my silver attache case because when I was a kid I always wanted a silver attache case because it looked fancy. Uh, none of that stuff has happened. Um, I do have a kid. I have had a marriage. I've had a string of failed relationships. So, mm. String of failed relationships. Or, or maybe they're not failed relationships. Maybe each one was a learning experience, making me who I am today. Well, that's pretty much where I was going. Because can you accept that everything that's happened is actually helped you become the person you are right now? Uh, good. And how do you feel about the person you are? See, that's the funny thing. Everybody says, you know, if I hadn't had these experiences, I wouldn't be who I am today. And I always say, maybe who you would be today would be somebody better if you hadn't had those experiences. But there's no way to know. So, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know? I, I don't know. Um, I, I know I'm more comfortable with who I am than I have been. Uh, I think being a podcaster and putting myself out there has allowed me to take a good hard look at myself, accept certain things, work on certain things. And I know I still have areas of opportunity, places where I need to uh, grow and other places that I need to improve upon. But I'm doing the best I can. Of course. And that's all you can ask of yourself. Well, yeah. I can't do better than the best because the best is the best I can do, right? And your best always changes. It does. Today's best is not necessarily the same as tomorrow's best, but it's your best. That's right. So, you're a pretty easygoing guy most of the time. Mostly. Um, I don't think I've ever actually seen you angry. Probably not. And that brings me to, do you think you process anger in a healthy way? No. What do you do with your anger? I bottle it. Have you had it explode at all? Um, I don't think so. So lately you've had these moments where you've been angry and, and frustrated at what could be seen as stupid little things. Yeah. Because your patience is running out. Well, that's, that's true. Uh, yes, so maybe little micro explosions. Like when my scanner at work wasn't working properly, I smashed it on the ground and the battery came out. And then I had to reassemble it. It didn't break, luckily, because that would be bad. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But you had that moment where you... Yes. Yep. Where your anger ex escaped a little bit. Yeah. Do you think maybe you should talk to your counselor about coping and, and, and healthy ways to deal with anger? It's definitely a good idea. I could do that at my next session, probably. Yeah, I think maybe, maybe it would be a good thing. And I know that we don't want it to go on forever. This, So my last question for you today is there's something about yourself that you are afraid to admit, to admit to yourself that may be standing in the way of your happiness? Whoa. Um, I don't even know how to answer that. Like, am I self-sabotaging my own happiness? So you've, you've had this time to look at yourself. Yes, right? yes. Because we, we discussed that. We knew that we were going to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, before. Yeah. So you've had this time to, to reflect on where you are and how you're feeling. And, and when I ask you lately, you're feeling much better. Every but have you learned anything about yourself that you know for sure is stopping you from being your truest self or your happiest self? Um, I have a hard time telling people how I feel. Like coming out and saying exactly, 100%, 
what's on my mind or in my heart because I think people might be overwhelmed or they might be hurt or not agree with whatever I have to say. So that is something that doesn't allow me to live truly, fully and freely because I'm always concerned with other people. So if I could just be blunt, that uh, I, I might not have a lot of friends, but I would have the right ones, as they say. Yes, you would. Um, do you find you... Sorry, I'll add on to this yeah, because you, you opened it up. Mm -hmm. Do you find that to try not to hurt someone, that you may tell them things that they want to hear instead of how you are actually feeling? Uh, maybe in a slightly edited version because I always want people to like me, if that makes sense. But you know, most of the time these people are people who already like you. Yeah, but because I've had so many losses and I always expect things to be impermanent, I'm afraid if I say the wrong thing, I will lose these people. And I didn't realize this until my counseling session there a couple weeks ago. Well, I'm happy you got something out of it. Yeah, it was only an hour-long conversation, but uh, he allowed me to make many connections. So it was... Uh, Quite eye-opening. Oh, that's good. Hey, podcast fans. Spotify is making it easy for you to stream this podcast and many others like it on your mobile device, desktop app, and smart speaker. Open the app on your mobile device or desktop, click on the browser channel, then click on the podcast section. You'll be able to stay thoroughly entertained during your commute to work, your drive home, and your downtime, thanks to Spotify. This has been another eye-opening episode of the podcast. Remember to find all our social media links at soulforgepodcast.com. Would you like to tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you, Sean? I would. Thank you for the opportunity to be on your podcast, Heather. I appreciate it a lot. Uh, listeners can find me if they want to know more. Uh, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Darth Vaderloo. That's Darth Vader with L-O-O on the end. Um, I also have a YouTube channel where... All my podcasts can be listened to and other crazy videos that I've posted. Just go to YouTube and look up my name, Sean Vanderloo, and uh, they can find all my stuff there. And like you said, your podcast here, soulforgepodcast.com, has all kinds of social media links too, apparently. That Feel free to click on those. I certainly will. And I'm also going to leave a review in the podcast store. That would be great. Wouldn't that be awesome, especially if your listeners did that too? Yes, if you could all give us five-star rating... And share us with your friends. That would be great. And thank you for joining us at The Forge today, again with our special guest, Sean Vanderloo. And remember, when you bring peace to your past, you can move forward to your future. This has been another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Find us on Twitter at SoulForgePod or email the show via soulforgepodcast at gmail.com. Soul Forge is a production of Sean Vanderloo and Friends. You can find Sean on Twitter and Instagram at Darth Vanderloo. Remember to visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links and share the show with everyone you know. Thanks for stopping by the Forge. We'll keep the fires lit until your next visit. I'm happy you can edit. <laughs> I can. It's going to be a good time for a promo. Okay. What am I supposed to say again? You say, hey, you know what? That would be a good time for And I'll say, what? Hey, you know what? Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's good for what now, Sean? <laughs> It's all good. Say, do you know what now would be a good time for? Do you know what now would be a good time for? Tell me, Heather. It would be a good time, and I can't read your writing. For a promo. For a promo for the... Here on the ESO Network.
for here on the ESO network. <laughs> Try again. For, okay. for a promo. For a promo here on the ESO network. That was a fantastic promo, Heather. Good job picking. Yes, indeed. This has been a broadcast of the ESO network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.